so, so. Whoa! Oh, there it is! Whoa, Daddy! Yes! Everybody loves the acclaimed. We needed Brody King in a sad place, looking like a reject from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yo, that might have been in bad taste, but how does Malachi get away with doing blackface? And Buddy acts all ominous when he's getting cucked by a kid named Dominic. Yo, listen. You want your back in five minutes. How's the house of black with no black guys in it? And you can keep the advantage. We don't need a special rule to beat your emo asses. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. I love this song and all, but is there a reason why we're playing this? It has a drastically different tone when that song hits nowadays. It does. Some might say it hits different. It does hit different. It does hit different. No reason why we're playing this song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Uh, did you get enough wrestling this weekend, sir? I did, and the reason we're playing this song is because I am a giant In Living Color fan. I can <laughs> 100% name more than one song by them. Name uh, name another besides this one, because I can't. Nah, we don't got time for Okay, that. good. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> please, if we get to mention that, then please, by all means, list them. Let's list them all. Nah, we don't have any time for that. Full catalog. Not enough time in the day for us to go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, full catalog. They are no way, no way, shape, or form a one-hit wonder. No, not at all. Um, no, 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 not at all. But yeah, some wrestling happened this weekend. Yes. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, man? Um, 
Yeah, so let's start where we began, actually, which was the acclaimed. Shout out to the acclaimed just for being absolutely entertaining beyond all recognition. Just cracking my ass off with uh, amazing sports entertainers. If I can get Cucked and Dominic in the same lyric, I'm I'm all right. That's that and not in a derogatory way towards Dominic. No, no, I actually hyped him up. <laughs> I know. If I had to choose between being in a gimmick with the House of Black and being Dominic with Rhea Ripley and ha- hanging on her every five seconds, the choice is clear. Um, House of Black it is. No, it's not House of Black. I mean, <laughs> it would be Rhea Ripley, oof. <laughs> All day. I mean, yeah. All day, every day. Good Lord. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, is he's got to like keep his head straight and everything. He can't look or nothing. He just got to be like... Yeah, really, I can't look. they both had... They, they're both like in very happy relationships. They are, and they're also. Which is the funniest thing about all. It of really it. is. It's hysterical that it's. This is how wrestling works. It's <laughs> just funny how it all works out. Separate the art from the artist, man. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> real, real life from the art. Um, yeah, <laughs> and they're about the same height too. So it really is. You have to like drastically look down if you're Dominic <laughs> to get a full view yeah. of what's going on. Um, shout out also to uh, the Saudi Arabia for making women now since we've we've had the evolution of Lacey versus Natalia up until what they're wearing now. Congratulations, ladies. You have done your yeah. work. You have done your due diligence. You deserved it. Good for you. Just amazing. Sometimes I, I prefer, you, know, you know what you're doing. I gotta say, sometimes I prefer the, the Saudi outfits <laughs> to their actual ring attire. Good yeah. lord. That, those, that Becky Lynch outfit. Good god. I love the Kill Bill look. Yeah, and as much as Trish wants to hide behind the color black, no, it shout doesn't out, work. Shout out to Trish Stratus for just being in the game, be- yeah, like better than ever at this noodle. age too. Good for you. And bringing up a young talent—that's interesting. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. So this song, that's not in living what color. Country yeah, can do for you. Yes, and there are multiple hits by Black Guys. I I just want to point that out. I found out very later on in life that this was by Black Gentlemen. The funny thing was that so the, black gentleman doing rock. Uh, if you listen to like Lisa Stansfield, been around the world. I thought that she was black. No, nope, she's white. Mm-hmm. And uh, aye, 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 aye. Aye, aye, aye. and um, Rick Astley. Who knew? As white as they possibly could. Rick come. Astley being white. Yeah. Oh, I knew that one. No, it's in the eighties. People were like, "Oh my god, who's this?" Well, black? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is... who's this black dude? He sounds he sounds great. And then, you know, oh my god, he's the gingerest ginger I've ever seen in my life. In no way, shape, or form, when I first heard Rick Astley, did that did I think that could be a black guy? Nope. He was. It was like that brother can sing. Oh wait, he's not. <laughs> he can still sing. So people said that about Michael Jackson too. Um, <laughs> so separate the art from the artist, guys. That's right. Come on, <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it hundred. Let's keep it hundred. Um. <laughs> The song, because of God, you know, I, I would love to play poker with Tony Khan because he has the worst. He's got to have the worst poker face because you get his genuine self when he's very excited about something. Obviously, we've seen that live. Oh my God, everybody! And then when his you get personality s- is hopped up on Adderall. I'm not accusing him of actually being that. I'm just saying that's what his personality is. So maybe he has, you know, adult ADHD. It's going around these days. But I will say. When he has to read a script, he is very focused and boring and just monotone. And here comes Collision at Chicago. This I, want, guy. I do want to point this out. We got to give him a little bit of credit. Uh, sure. Because his number one go-to had a match later on that night, so he couldn't do it. <laughs> That's right. 
So Tony Khan actually bit the bullet and said this one himself. He had to do it himself. As of all of the ones you said yourself, I mean, I guess this is the one that had to be it. But I mean, you couldn't announce all in. What is he going to go? Hey, and here's CM Punk. And, I'm sorry. And here's Adam Cole to give us more news about Collision. <laughs> like, or here's to, or, or, or Tony Schiavone at the freaking at the desk going. I'm getting some more news. Okay, it news. seems like like it could have been that. He is Tony Schiavone is his go-to for all news. By the way, at the, at the table. Yeah. If he's um, not cutting it to freaking Adam Cole. To Adam Cole. <laughs> uh, I just I just find it funny that it, your biggest endeavor ever for a company. Besides actually starting the company. That's the biggest announcement. You're starting this new company, AEW. The next biggest announcement was we have a weekly show, and it's on a Wednesday night. Your third biggest announcement was this next huge endeavor, which is your biggest audience to date, which will be in London, England, and you have Adam Cole announcing. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, someone I mean, at least have a British guy, a British person yeah. do it. Yeah. You have enough of them. Oh, hey. Just a thought. Please. Just a thought. Sure. At the time, uh-huh. your AEW Women's World Champion oh, at the time was from in it thing is from England. It was from <laughs> why? Yeah, it was why she, didn't she denounce her? You just cut to her. Yeah, we're coming home. In it? In it. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll do you one even better. Better than one. One of the most pro, not prolific. One of the most notorious female wrestlers from England. Mm-hmm. Who had a fucking movie made about her family? Mm-hmm. Also in AEW. Why don't you cut it to her? But no, here's Adam Cole. To... Xavier Woods. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about that movie? On what you talking about? Uh, no, that was her show. That was her. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's that was actually a pretty good movie. Did you see Fighting with My Family? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Back to real life. <laughs> uh, uh, you keep it hundred. Yeah, keep it I did. I did see fighting with my family. I yeah. thought you were talking about the no, other yeah, one. So I, we saw. I we did see that, one, see too, that one too. <laughs> I think everybody saw. Oh that. man, Lord, got laughing. It hurt. What a start. Um, yeah. So by the way, Chicago, Chi Town, uh, your boy's back. So, this is what I found out. Apparently, it came down to the reason they didn't announce Chicago right away hmm. because because they didn't know if CM Punk was going to be back because <laughs> he had like backed out or something. He did back out, yeah. So if all else failed, they had Daly's place. I really feel like CM- which is why when he announced it, where it was actually going to be, I was literally at the edge of my seat going if it's daily's place there's about to be some shit going down right right then it will not be cm punk and if it's chicago cm punk's coming back there. <laughs> there we go um yeah uh we, we are about weeks away a couple weeks away from the debut of saturday night collision and uh one cm it, punk. 17th 17th yeah interesting the voice of uh uh, 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 of Sons of Slam. That's her uh, her birthday. But nobody cares about that. We care about Chicago. <laughs> so. Care about wrestling. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Chicago, man. That's gonna be. <laughs> and, and and the announcement with. <laughs> so I find I found the announcement funny. So if if you did not see AEW uh, yesterday, we're recording on a Thursday. If you did not see it, Tony Khan came on and announced that uh, the debut, as Joe mentioned, the debut will be in Chicago, and. With the return of pause, wait for effect. 
Pause for effect. CM Punk. And then the crowd <laughs> cheered and then slowly went into the booze. And it was a very mixed reaction. And I felt that internally. <laughs> I love it. And I equate this to this analogy for me being a huge CM Punk fan, but highly disappointed as to what ha- happened with the, you know, the, the, the fight to uh, end all fights backstage. Who are you more, dis- who are you more disappointed in? CM Punk. Okay. Thank yeah. you. As opposed to who? The elite side. Oh, no, no. It's, it's CM Punk. I, I feel like if, if one person has an issue with you, then it's, it's that. But if multiple people have an issue with one person, and it's it's not just elite. It is notoriously across the board. Then you know you kind of have to you know it, you have to look internally into yourself and be like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> and so, as a fan of CM Punk, a big fan of CM Punk, I was very disappointed, and I felt like it was a breakup. So this is my analogy. I felt it was like a, a breakup with him. And then now that he's back, I'm like, or he you know he cheated on me. Now I got to take you back. Like yes, he's back because AEW needs him so much. But gah. <laughs> Like you have to prove yourself. You, you're gonna, you know, this is this is the second time around. You have to prove yourself in this relationship because otherwise, I'm not having it another time, and we are done <laughs> for good. <laughs> that's it. That was Jesus my, Christ. You want to turn dude, off the mics? We'll get into a therapy session. I, 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 I'm hurt, dude. <laughs> I was I was very hurt. I almost burned my shirt. Uh, oof, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting flashbacks to Miami 2010. Deep. That was the first time I ever. Cleveland? Regardless, the. Uh, uh, the analogy I want to give, which is why you are very good and a professional person that you elaborated on that being like, it's, it's like a breakup, this and this and that you gave a, a very well thought out description. I appreciate that. My description for the CM Punk situation is huh. if you can't find the asshole in the room, it's you. It is you. <laughs> it is absolutely you. <laughs> if you look around and everybody's looking at you, it is absolutely you. A hundred percent. So, so uh, listen, will I be watching Collision? Absolutely. Will I watch it every single week? Sure. But will it have to have some sort of differing feel to it than Dynamite? It has yeah. to be live, though. It has to be live. I don't need another Rampage situation. Well, <laughs> some of them are taped because some of them on the schedule, when you look at the tickets, are, are the tickets were for like Thursdays, Fridays. Most of them were Saturdays, but there were some of them that were like Fridays. Well, I know the one in Prudential is going to be That's a Saturday. Live. Live. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I just hope that this, if it's going to feel like Dynamite, okay, that's fine. Dynamite is a great show, but it has to have every wrestler that you have not seen in the last couple months, maybe years, because mm-hmm. of time not allowed to them, because of course we mentioned, I, I mentioned, I think last week, as far as just the, or two weeks ago, the, the amount of focus that it used to have on every wrestler in AEW week after week after week, as opposed to now, it's just... We have the same wrestlers with the same storyline, which is fine. That's what WWE has built their you know, product on for the last 30, 40 years. But I, Not their product, the business. The business, correct. As far as building these storylines and just having them go week by week, week to week to week. AEW had a different scheme in the beginning, and it worked. And that's why it kind of caught my eye, because it was, it was different that you had all these wrestlers, and it was a great... I don't get into it again, but it was a great mix of everybody, and you got to see everybody have equal time, and then that equal time went away. So I'm hoping that Collision kind of fixes that and puts that puts a bandaid on that and we're able to kind of focus on people that we haven't seen in a a minute um make collision the island of misfit toys yeah but you don't want to have it like not like the inmates run the asylum but you just want the people who have seemed 
who were these high profile signings at the time that they were signed and have been seemed to be, you know, stuffed in the closet somewhere that mm-hmm. they don't really get played with anymore. That's a shiny new toy that just goes by the wayside. That's why we saw Miro a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I haven't seen him since. Exactly. Andrade, yeah. Miro, Thunder Rosa, Samoa Joe. Um, mm-hmm. honestly just listing everyone who I know for a fact was in the graphic. <laughs> get Eddie Kingston off of Ring of Honor right now. Yeah, dude. You call must... your boy. Yeah. <laughs> let me get my let me get his number. Uh yeah, dude. It's 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 not cool that you had this guy be, but being the fucked built up thing up, is and now it's nothing. Exactly. The the reason he won't go to collision is because of punk. True. If anything, he'd go to dynamite. Because that's where I'm assuming the Blackpool Combat Club storyline is going to play out. Right. You're going to get a lot of people. So the, the, everybody that doesn't mind punk will go to a collision. <laughs> it's going to get a lot of people that, or you like them, like FTR does. But there's going to be a lot of people just like, nope, we're good. <laughs> we are okay on this side over here. And you will not get like this, the Raw SmackDown fake ass draft situation where you have AJ Styles coming over to Raw on a Monday night. No, CM Punk will stay on Saturdays, and that's that's all well and good. I, I do not see a mixing of genes here. <laughs> it's like swapped. a loan. With, with Raw and SmackDown, it's like a loan. It's like, oh, we're going to loan you him for the night. All right, whatever. The wrestling's just were so weird. People think too much into the freaking draft thing. Then why have it? They, they, they made it such a big deal about it. Triple H was made. Because you have to draw a company line somewhere to set up for SummerSlam War Games, hopefully. SummerSlam War Games. Sorry. Survivor Series Warriors. Now you just now you're just making new pay per views. That's good, good on you. Whoops. Nice job, Booker. The Booker, not. I meant SummerSlam Payback. That was the other one in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. The one after SummerSlam. <laughs> WrestleMania, Great Balls of Fire. I got you. I oh man, what a fucking great show that was. <laughs> the one time, <laughs> the one and only time it showed. Not the actual show, but the name of the show was uh, awesome. Great Balls of Fire. I just remember Brock Lesnar making fun of it. Uh, yeah. So. We have CM Punk returning on the 17th, so that's about uh, three weeks away for that. Um, anything, just Dynamite-wise, I'm, I'm just trying to go through Blackpool Combat Club. is just absolutely insane. Uh, um, uh, I did like the the uh, Dark Order feeling like the uh, the stepchildren now to Adam Page getting dumped in the uh, during the interview. The Dark Order have had a rather good storyline on BTE as of late. Yeah. Which is kind of now reflected in Dynamite. Hmm. I should watch that. Uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> FTR. I do go for like months without watching it, and then I just have like a nice marathon. A BT. How, old, how long are those episodes? Like 20 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I think the longest episode was like 40 minutes, maybe. Something like that. But it's all like, it's a vlog of what they do, and it also has a couple bits in there. Brandon Cutler was getting interviewed um, by Simon Miller, and he was just he was talking about his his editing. Him and Nick uh, Jackson will edit those those down, and how it's become this this thing, and how you know all leak kind of spawned from this show. It's just that's a weird weird thing to. Man's got two different contracts with the company. Yeah, one as a wrestler, and one as the video editor of BT as a, as a, as a producer editor. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Uh. Let's see here, so Swerve Strickland going after the we'll we'll talk about double or nothing and his involvement in that, but the international championship at some point, uh, the acclaimed Tony Schiavone with by you mentioned I I watched it this morning, uh, 
the the amount of heat that Don Callis is now getting is, is and what did I say it was? Funny enough, the aforementioned Dominic Mysterio level of heat. That's right. I think that Don Cal- I said it. Don Callis is getting Dom Dominic Mysterio level heat. The, this is this is a new level of heat. Like there has not been, to my memory, if I had to think really quickly in the next five seconds, the amount of heat that one wrestler gets. Elias in Seattle. <sighs> But that's that was the only one I can think of. But that's Seattle, dude. This, this, I'm talking about like consistently everywhere you go. Like Callis is going to be booed everywhere he goes because he just oh, started. Yeah. He was hated before. Now he's just over the top. Dominic. It doesn't matter what city he's in. It's just it is like he you can't have speak. to scream over everybody on that microphone. And I I, I was going to say I can't remember in recent memory the amount the the next wrestler that I could think of with that kind of heat. I I, I can't. It's even when you go back to like. Attitude Era and the and the Rock, uh, Vince McMahon uh, uh, Corporation, like nothing. There, there's they were booed. This is not. This is like a next level kind of thing. Like you just they they make the time to make these promos, and then you can't even hear them out because yeah, just the amount of boost that they're getting, it means it's working. Put them on TV more. That's that's the takeaway from all that is that Don Callis. You you will see a lot more of him because he is just that heated that hated uh, that the amount of heat he's going to get is insane. Maybe Enzo and Kaz when they turned heel. People forget how over they was. I saw a video of them recently, of like when they debuted on, on the main roster. Big Bill. Yeah, yeah, Big Bill. <laughs> Big Bill and little Enzo. Little Enzo. <laughs> well, when they debuted and that music hit, I go, God damn! I do remember that. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> you can't teach that. Uh, the- <laughs> what a, a call! Wow, what a what a callback. That's why, that's why I'm here. Uh, let's see. We had Hook. We had uh, Tony Storm and the Outcasts. Oof. Congratulations to our new women's world champion. Um, bah, 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 bah. Also, uh, speaking of uh, uh, not Simon Miller, but um, online, they, they had a list of the, the 10, 10 wrestlers from WWE that have made the most of their time in AEW. That have that are, storm has to be at the top of that list. Better somewhere. that are are better off now, and she was like number five or six. Yeah, uh, top of the list was John Moxley. Um, oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> his time, they, him them going through the retrospective. FTR was on that list too. So going from was like Chris Jericho on that list, he was not. Um, oh, he interesting. Was not. Uh, FTR going from you know rubbing your asses on the on the uh, the ramp to now becoming you know, the best tag team in the world. There was that Mo- Moxley going from. You know, gas face <laughs> and the the antics that he had in Shield to you know being again one of the hey, best wrestlers that, in the world. I stick by my statement that gimmick was before its time. I, it was. I think he was way ahead of his time. That gimmick had happened a year and a half later. Yeah, it would be. It would have been the <laughs> most over thing in the world. He, they would have been selling gas masks at the A merchandise stand with my- yeah, with a little D A into it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought that shit. Um, we had, I would have bought that shit and engineered it into a gas mask. Into a... You get it. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> 420, am I right? Uh, Chris Statlander defending her championship for the first time. Congratulations to her. We'll get into all that and how she got that belt. Uh, and then the main event with uh, Britt Baker and Adam Cole Bebe. Couldn't make that announcement about CM Punk. Uh, taking on the Ocho and Soraya. And I, I, I was entertaining that that it wasn't WWE rules where it had to be guy versus guy and girl versus girl. You had Chris Jericho giving uh, the the uh, well, it did loss of Jericho it had to be that in the ring. Oh, did it? I thought it was just like have at it. No, it legally had to be that in the ring. Then AEW in every single match has the same 
the AEW has its own gimmick in that it's it is always constructed to be a match until it absolutely goes apeshit. Every yeah, single it's match. ref rules. Every single match. There's four people in a in a, <laughs> in a one-on-one AEW match. It's the two people in the ring. The, the it's two people in the ring, the crowd, and the ref. <laughs> the crowd. <laughs> or or their other trope, which they did during, uh, ironically, during the Adam Cole match, which was they'll have someone from the outside. They'll have you know Sabu and you know uh, the other cronies from the group, and then they'll just fight to the back, and that's how they clear everybody out. It's and they they do it way too much. Also, way too much. Let's get into that because now sure. that you're on that subject, how does an unsanctioned match end in a ref stoppage? Let's segue into double or nothing, everybody. So that match was not first, but it went third in the card uh, after the the buy-in and then the opening match. Um, in an unsanctioned match, yes. As I burp, um, yeah. How do how do you how do you have a ref stoppage? And I I will say though, it, it's kind of getting shit on online just as far as being like the weakest match of the night. I will say I was entertained up until that point. I was I was thoroughly entertained in the fact that and then and then you know uh, oh was I Aubrey Edwards getting you know smacked by by uh, uh, Karen Jarrett with the uh, the guitar um, that was great I, I, I felt I, so I popped Aubrey <laughs> might be one of the most over baby faces in the company absolutely I think if she if she went to the other side and actually wrestled she could become a champion and be way over yeah I, I, it's like it was like a, like a gimmicky thing like if she did like you know like a couple weeks as uh, in like with someone like Karen Jarrett and she had like a, a, a match with her, I could see that legitimately happening. I think it'd be yeah. great. I think it'd be great. Well, it'd be, it would be a mixed tag, but yeah, I can see it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- I think that I'm sorry. Mixed trios. My bad. <laughs> with who? The two tag, the two tags teams and the two women and the two women. Um, they, they should. And then her, her whole outfit is just one black and white outfit. Um, but <laughs> just a giant. she just comes out dressed the same. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <clears throat> yeah. But Adam Cole beating Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match makes absolutely no sense. Like, it not, makes, I mean, no it makes, sense. No, it makes, like, makes sense beating him, but it doesn't make sense how he beat him. And that was basically the referee just stopped the match because he was punching Chris Jericho so many times in the face that he had to just call it. It's that's unsanctioned. Like, that's uh, I'm just spitballing here off the top of my head. I've never seen it before, but that's like if I don't know. A uh, Hell in a Cell match ends in a ref stoppage because someone's about to hit someone else with a sledgehammer underneath I, the ladder. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, you know, <laughs> spitballing here. Don't give them ideas, all right? They might use that. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Sons, Moving on. Sons of bitches. Uh, <laughs> starting off with the first match of the night, you're buying with Jeff, Jar- Jeff, Jarrett, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, and Hook. I, I really think that uh, sometimes Tony Khan just takes the dartboard and just puts names on it, just throws a dart and sees who's, who's going to be in this match. I have Ethan Page and the Guns. Sure, that makes sense. And and Hook with that the, does make the sense. They have history. This is true. The Hardys and Hook. That's uh, yeah. That one I can't. Wrestling logic. Okay, fair enough. That uh, one might be a dartboard situation. Here's another dartboard situation. Contracts. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> this is, uh, I have Matt Hardy's contract, and you're part of our stable, and you have to fight for it. <laughs> that's that's. Can a du- we also just point out? Shout out to shout out to Ethan Page because he was constantly saying to Matt Hardy, "I own you," but people forget he also owned Isaiah Cassidy's contract, and not once did he mention that to him. Because uh, boy, because yeah, you imagine uh, the the the. <laughs> The flames of fire that would come down, and nobody, you know, not to mention the fact that this is probably the first time I've thought about that since you 
you just brought this up. Like I've never thought about the fact that you you just owned a, you owned a black person. <laughs> you owned yeah. You owned two people, one one white, one black. So in all fairness, you had a yin and a yang. But you know that yang though, he was black, and so <laughs> he was black. And uh, yeah, no no statement came out of Ethan Page's mouth saying that I own you. <laughs> so I think I think that storyline. If you want to have Don Callis, Dominic Mysterio levels of heat, <laughs> he came out with that statement and said it on camera. Or maybe I he, own you. Maybe they did, and then he was like, "No, we can't say that." Tony Khan just cut it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So anyway, yeah. Jesus. So the Hardys win that with Hook. Um. Uh. Your first match of the night was the twenty-one man Blackjack Battle Royal, Battle Royale, for the international title. And I said, I know you jumped on late in the text, but I I had said, um, uh, Stephen actually shot at Stephen. Uh, had asked who I didn't jump on late. I was observing, but I was driving, right? so I couldn't really text. So, and that's a lesson, kids. Don't text and drive. Uh, I didn't. Good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Good for you. Good on you. Now, Uh, was I also paying attention to my phone a little bit? In its, its, by the way, this is not illegal. You are allowed to have your phone and use it if necessary, Mm -hmm. if it is in a fixed position. In the vehicle. Who are you justifying this to? <laughs> what cop is listening? You're like, listen. Myself. When I'm driving, don't pull me over because I can. Hey, buddy. We know a cop is listening, okay? Oh, yeah. Thank I you. don't need shit getting out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, if you can confirm that, Pete, I'd appreciate it. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, uh, on a complete side note, you see that these there's new like uh, 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 Beamers that are coming out that have Netflix installed? <laughs> like you're going to be able beamers? to. You're gonna be able to stream Netflix and and uh, and these platforms in your car, brother. I can I can get you a fucking. How many crashes are we gonna have? <laughs> nope. Listen, I can get you a screen that you can put into your car and you can watch Netflix. I I, ha- I do have swear a swear on everything. I do have a screen. It's called my phone. No, I'm t- I'm telling you, you there's a thing you can buy. You take out your radio, mm-hmm. you fully like take out the radio from the car, mm-hmm. and you install this thing in and it has a screen on it and you can play all the shit and it has apple carplay but why i don't know i don't need it i have a brand new car i don't need it because you have it in your brand new car so you're saying i don't i don't (laughs) lies (laughs) just i just call you You're, you're you're watching hulu and pornhub premium on your whoa 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 I don't pay for Pornhub. <laughs> okay, man. Pornhub basic. Sorry. Basic bitch. All right. Moving on. Goddamn right. Damn right. I'm a simple man. Um, yes. <laughs> FTR. We, they're wrestling, right? I don't know how we went from wrestling to Pornhub. Well, I mean, that's very easy to get there. But yeah, really? We wrestling. Just, we just talk about Soraya in a, in a, in a, in a freaking uh, porn. Fighting with her man. Wrestling. Men. Men. Multiple. Uh, FTR taking on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, for the AEW World Tag Team titles. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> Other than the fact, this one, the ending was was a little weak to me because it just went to show that, you know, after all the storyline, that of course Mark Briscoe was going to go face and just, you know, side with the good guys. But I got to tell you, Jeff Jarrett, how old is Jeff Jarrett right now? What did we, what did we say it was? 40? Like 50 something. 50-something. He's not in his 40s, dude. I thought he was like 49. No, dude. What? He's 56, I'm going to say. <sighs> He's 55. Holy shit. Um, yep. He looks good. Good for him. 
Uh, I, I was. He does look good for fifty-five. Fifty-five, and now for forty-five, I go. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a little oof. <laughs> oof I don't know. No, yeah, fifty-five. I didn't think he was that old. Uh, and then Karen looking good too. Um, yeah. So shout out to. I just wanted to shout out Jeff Jarrett because he went from Karen Jarrett hyphen angle. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. We we do. Uh, I mean, he didn't really steal her. He just she just left him. Yeah, there's a whole story behind. Yeah, her. we're not. There's getting, conspiracy theories for sure. We're not getting into that. Uh, but I had it. Wait, hold on. I have to go into how old Karen is. She was born. Oh, she's fifty. Okay. Where to get your older man? Nice. Um, go dig. No. I'm <laughs> what what a story, by the way. I, I mean, Jeff Jarrett. It's if if anything else. You could just go over his his career. I know he's a WWE Hall of Famer, and that's all well and good as far as his wrestling career. But him going from WWE to opening up his own promotion to getting ousted from that promotion to opening up another promotion, that going down, and then going back into wrestling. That's that's the arc. <laughs> that's a hell of a career arc, man. Just, well, you got to remember he grew up in the business. He, he is, yeah, he's royalty. His wrestling dad is, is a wrestling promoter. Some might say wrestling is more he than one is one of the royal family. Royal family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So shout out to Jeff Jarrett. All that. Any, anyway, um, he, they lost. <laughs> they lost, <laughs> they lost yeah, FDR they lost. because uh, speaking of the guitar came out with, uh, we, as we talked about before, with Aubrey Edwards getting cracked by Karen. Jeff Jarrett cracking Mark Briscoe in the head with the guitar. There were a whole bunch of guitars in this match. Um and uh, Briscoe retaliating against Jeff Jarrett and FTR getting the win. Uh, Wardlow and Christian Cage, that latter. Um, Yikes. I, I thought after this match, because I, I really did enjoy the FTR, uh, Jarrett, and Lethal match. I really enjoyed that match. And I thought this was going to be kind of like a, a, a lull in, in the night. Um, I think the lull already happened that we, we talked about because everything else, I'm looking on the card here, everything else was absolutely insane. Um, uh, the Adam Cole of Jericho was the one, I'm, is the one I'm talking about with the lull. But Warlow and Christian Cage, God, <laughs> like the use of ladder could not be better used than this match here. Shout out to Arn Anderson and the refs, too. Shout out to Arn Anderson, the refs, and uh, 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 Luchasaurus for sacrificing his his thumb to Arn and even possibly it, it could have been a blood capsule all well and good but the the look of it was absolutely that had to be a blood capsule it was very red. there is no <laughs> way very that that much blood comes out of the bite of a thumb without the thumb coming off with that being said though that looked very impressive i i did i did like the look of that especially with Arn anderson looking like a vampire i i appreciated the the look of it i we understand oh man that shirt's gonna be a bestseller absolutely that's that's like the Britt Baker shirt with the you know the blood on. That's Arn Anderson with uh, looking like a vamp. Uh, I do want to get the Arn Anderson get the Glock. Also, I don't know how Arn Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> not only, I don't know. Not how only is the shirt. I'm sorry. Not only on shooting the gun. <laughs> not only is the shirt. This- the shirt would be funny, but the way you just did that with like <laughs> the Glock and, and Arn Anderson with his hand. God, God bless. Because he's got those weird. He's got, yeah. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. I know he was trying to ball up his fist with three fingers and point a gun out like that, but it came out with half of three fingers, half fisted, and the other one just, I don't, I don't understand. So he was left with paralysis in his left hand, which is why, and that was from 
Uh, what, too many spine busters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was that. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, he opens up. Let me actually open up this. And then we're going on this tangent. Um, yeah. See, I mean, he's had that thing for, for years. Uh, even going back to it, it apparently started when he was wrestling with uh, the, the brain busters in, in WWF. Um, and yeah, so he be, became paralyzed and his left hand doesn't really open <laughs> anymore. So he's got the Glock hand. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, long story short, um, it just ha- hurts my hand right now. We have, yeah, don't don't keep doing that. Uh, you know, we have a new women's champion because of uh, obvious injuries to Jamie Hader. But uh, hopefully, if she can recover and get that back in uh, her hometown, that'd be great. But Tony Storm is your new AEW women's champion, and I don't know if it's her hometown exactly, but her, her home country, country, sure, sure. her homeland. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Tony Storm is your new champion, and so I. I I do like putting it back on her as well as the interim nonsense being done. Uh, I think she got a, a bad rap with that. I think she was not respected at all, as we saw. No, no. As we nobody saw. Get, nobody bothered to even bring that up to her because they knew it wasn't her fault. Right. I don't think unless that had you anything watched, to do. Unless you watched All Access, then it was brought up to her many times. <laughs> it's, it was uh, brought up to her many times. Britt Baker could not shut went, the hell up. What am I going to do? Right, right. It's it's, it's the... the, the the situation that she was in, which she was going to say no to Tony Khan, like I'm not, I'm not going to take this belt now because you you put an interim thing on it. I think they're done with that nonsense. I think I I don't think that's going to happen anymore, uh, as, as they mentioned. Um, but that was a weird time. I mean, it's been weird weird to say that every single time there's been a champion. Sam Punk had to go through it. John Moxley had to go through it. Um, it's a, it's a weird yeah, it it's a weird moniker that. to have to put on a on a title. It doesn't make any sense. And WWE doesn't even bother with that nonsense. You drop that shit now. <laughs> There's Liv Morgan. You're hurt. Nope. You guys are dropping that. Oh, it's There's, vacated. Sorry. It's vacated. That's it. You find another partner as Raquel did in a heartbeat. Um, and uh, they they lost. So we have new champions there too. Um, but I digress. So Tony Storm, new uh, AEW champion. Uh, the House of Black in their. Uh, their open challenge and the acclaim music hit, as you heard the the rap that came down from uh, from Max Caster. Lord, uh, it just goes in. That was great. <laughs> cucked by a kid named Dom. If you can get cucked and uh, reference about blackface, that's that's a top top ten bestseller. I don't. I have been beating that drum for so long. Blackface as soon. No, okay. Let me get the goddamn point across before you judge. Okay. I don't want to know what chance. Okay. I have been trying to get the point across of that. As soon as Malachi debuted in the in AEW, he had the little bit of black, and I go, that's going to spread eventually. <laughs> and he also mentioned that this is like the virus. Whatever. You've known the Malachi black story as of now. Mm-hmm. And then it spread, and now his whole face is black, except for, like I don't know, his soul patch or some shit. Right. And... As soon as I saw it, I go, I don't know how long this is going to be able to last. Apparently a long time. I mean, you might be able to get away with it by saying it's a war paint. Also, speaking of war paint. You put some white on there. I guess it's all right. What's her face also does blackface. Um, Valhalla is her name now. That is correct. Her debut, she was in like a, a solid one half of her face was completely black. She she pulled a uh, Roddy Piper. Yep. <laughs> no. Okay. Roddy Piper was straight down the middle. <laughs> okay. Close. Way more offensive that way. Way more offensive. <laughs> Unless you're uh, Robert the Bruce. 
It's the only way it's not offensive. He had a whole fucking match like that. <laughs> he had a WrestleMania match. It wasn't even like a house show. It was a WrestleMania match <laughs> where he was dressed. He was painted ha- his entire half of his body was black. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I mean, the listen, 80s, the 80s gold are, dust has done it for God knows how many years. <laughs> gold face. <laughs> gold face. Star uh, face, Cody Rhodes. Cody you know? Rhodes. Yeah, there you go. So many offensive things. You should bring, you should bring, um, you should bring that back because this this uh, Cody Rhodes gimmick is not working. Uh, Jade Cargill taking on uh, Ty Valkyrie, and I'm gonna say, which nobody says, I, you know, Ty doesn't get enough love, but poof, I, I love her. I, I, I do too. She's absolutely gorgeous and good on John. Shout out, shout out, Johnny, whatever his name is now, Johnny Elite. That's the last name I've heard. Johnny Elite, Johnny Mundo. No, that was underground. John, John Morrison, John, John Elite. Uh, no, listen, uh, John Henning, John Hen, Hennigan, Hennigan. I think that's his actual name. Shout uh, out to that guy, though. Ty is Ty's uh, man. That's all because she's Bo. She's bringing in the uh, cash now. Um, losing to Jade, <clears throat> which I I had thought everybody thought that it was it was time to pull that trigger, um, but. Uh, Marky Mark, the, the mouthpiece could not shut up and he had to, uh, say his piece about the open challenge and who, what music hits, but Chris fucking Statlander should change your name to that, by the way. Um, answering Chris, the- Chris freaking Statlander. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> uh, coming out and, and, uh, answering the open challenge and beating Jade Cargill to give her the 60 and one. It was, she had. I, I love that. I love that Tony Khan had to make that record. Was it, had, it sixty and one or fifty nine and one? She was sixty and oh, and then she came out and made it sixty and one. Uh, which I, I like that he at least Tony Khan. I mean, gave at that her point, th- just make it sixty one and one. Alliteration, <laughs> makes alliteration. It but at least Tony Khan got her to the sixty and then and then dropped it the same damn night. So we have a new TBS uh, champion, and uh, you know what? I I give kudos to Jade because we gave her a lot of shit on the show. Because um, we we can because we were behind a microphone uh, that she was she was gone from just absolute newbie because she was a newbie and you, you, there was no training involved like the training that she had well, she was still all is a newbie I, but from what she was to what she is now it's two totally different people and she is an outstanding wrestler now and I give her credit for like the, just her her overall arc of improvement that she's gone through from the time that she debuted and the time that we started talking about her. You know, we're having matches with Shaq uh, up until now. She she made she made a mark for herself, and she she gave respect to this TBS title, even though you know sometimes the matches weren't you know the 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 best caliber. It's still sixty wins, and she was still an impressive. Uh, she she's hot as hell, impressive specimen, and she made the title. And so, Chris Statlander, of, of all people, can make this belt go further. It was the right person to, to give it to, if not Taya. Um, but we will take it from there. But you know, kudos to Jade for for what she did with it. Um, shout out to Tony Storm for having the best one liner of the night when I think someone in the media scrum asked if she was worried about Jade Cargill coming and and trying to get the world championship. Yeah, and I think the quote said, "Jade can come. I'll slap the titties off of her." And then the comment right underneath that, uh. within and now both of them are titless. <laughs> Uh, you know what's undefeated? The internet. Uh, internet, always. Always. Um, and then our last two matches of the night, your AEW world champion, MJF, coming 
out from the sky <laughs> coming down. Uh, Sammy Guevara announcing that uh, the missus is pregnant. So congratulations to them. Uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry and then Darby Allen. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're such a good actor. Uh, <laughs> take it easy, Sammy. Sammy, take it easy. Um, I will, <laughs> I, I will say that MJF is the is one of the best heels on, on the planet. But I will also say that he, as a heel, will not wrestle, especially in a match like this. Will not wrestle put e- until he needs to, and will put everybody else over. Everybody else he put over uh, until he needs to win the match. And that uh-huh. that spot that he had with Darby Allen when he did that reverse stunner that he does, when he's like, "Yeah, what oh, the shit? What the fuck? Or what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck?" And then, and then he gets stunned. Uh, it's 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 moments like that that make MJF absolutely great. Um, he had another one of those too. During, I forgot what it was, but I do remember him having another one. Um, yeah, the spot that he had on the uh, <clears throat> he he the Darby Allen and. Uh, Sammy Guevara had that spot on the top rope that went to the floor. Um, yeah, just just yeah, the story. Spanish, t- Spanish fly onto the floor. The was, Spanish fly, uh, yeah, wild, yeah, wild, wild scene. Yeah, um, just a- absolutely insane. MJF getting the win, uh, the way that was up, just the way it should have gone, and we still retain. But this this match for the three guys that were in it. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of talk online as far as that they weren't ready for this, and I don't understand how in three years you have these three guys, the the pillar match, that MJF is the only one that could be ready, and Sammy, Jack, and Darby couldn't be seen in this this title scene. I that, I find that bullshit, and they proved that they could. So you know, kudos to them for having uh the one A match of the night. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. the one match though had to be the main event. Absolutely. The, the other main event, the second main event, which is your Anarchy in the Ring in the arena match. Um, anarchy in the Ring. In the Ring. <laughs> in the Ring Arena. Uh, uh, shout out also to Continuity, to Tony Khan and, and, and Continuity. I say that because um, instead of having just the song play, they had an actual live band play Wild Thing three times, just like they did last year, <laughs> except they had a recording last year. And was it you, exactly three times? It was, it was three times. And if you remember, if, if you remember the last time they, they had it, they had it on a, like whatever audio, it wasn't connected to that, but you could just see that they had to have some sort of physical representation of it. They knocked, whoever got knocked into it, you saw sparks fly. And then the song stopped yeah. this time around. The sing- lead singer is on the, on the, the top of the ramp. He opens up his jacket. There's, they've been fighting, mind you, for, I would say what? 10 minutes now, <laughs> 10 minutes into the match before they actually got to the top of the ramp. It was a while. They went to the, they went to the stands. Was uh, it just 10 minutes? It seemed like forever. Cause I mean, if you go, if you think about it three times, I thought that was at least half the match. Three times through would be three and a half minutes, four minutes. So maybe like 10 to 12 minutes. You sure it was only three. T- oh, I do forget. It is the same verse over and over, over and over and over again. And over again. But I do forget. But and how could, many verses are in the song? I really, it's, I maybe one. <laughs> it's just over and over again. Um, it's wild thing. You make my heart sing. You make everything groovy. No, but it's how many times did they go shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it? Oh, what? Yeah. But you can tell when it's looped. Like if it's if it plays through, and then when they start the song over again, because then you hear the guitar yeah. go dun 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 dun. Yeah, <laughs> you hear them. You hear the strings riff, and you go. <laughs> that's that's the loop right there. So at least three times you had uh, Cesaro, I mean Claudio, go into the uh, you know the concession area with uh, one of the Jacksons. Um, and then just everywhere fighting until Matt Jackson. Until was it Matt? 
it was Matt Jackson because as that the continuity of that story, mm-hmm. the Claudio Matt Jackson story was that eventually it led out into outside of the arena, which was funny. Yeah, because it's supposed <laughs> to be anarchy in the arena, but not a- anarchy on the the arena and the surrounding, yeah, the areas. surrounding areas. Yeah, but it's it, um, it goes everywhere. But it was Matt Jackson who got dumped into the bed of the pickup truck. Yes. Then it cuts to everybody's doing their own thing. Claudio comes back and then eventually Matt Jackson comes hobbling down the ring. Little did we know what was about to come after (laughs) Matt Jackson came hobbling down the ring. Some might say, I'll put it as a one a as far as best super kicks I've ever seen in my life. So, A lot of dealings with the foot in this match because you had the greatest, one of the greatest super kicks you'll ever see in your life. Because if you one of the greatest tack spots ever, 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 if you have, if you have one spot that you have an explosion that supersedes anything that the exploding death match had, not only is that sad, but that's impressive at the same time. Uh, because he, he kicked Moxley in the face. What happened? I blacked out. Yeah. What did you say? Is that another unrecognizable match? I'm sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. All he, right, yeah. move on. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting. Hey, TK, I'm waiting for that second match. Rebring that ship. Rebring. Bring that ship back and hype, hype up the explosions. Let's go. Cut the crap. Let's. We, we. If you can make a foot explode that way, then you can make a whole ring explode that way. We've seen it happen. Happens in New Japan all the time. I want you. You want to know what I want to see out of an exploding death match? Explosions. An exploding ring death match. Explosions. That makes sense. I I want it to be a fucking condemned arena. Okay. Mm. I want it to be so rigged up with C4 and other explosives. (laughs) Okay. The whole building explodes. As soon as the match is done. Uh, Right. Everybody get out safely, obviously. Sure. sure, Okay. Sure. But I want the whole fucking arena to implode on itself. You understand that this would have to be like a filmed, a cinematic match. I don't care. Okay, I'm just saying. You're not going to have a live match where all of a sudden like something goes wrong and somebody happens to be inside the building and the damn thing go, just goes boom and that's it. We just killed At somebody. At this point, I accept The Undertaker's last match as the AJ Styles match from WrestleMania, which was cinematic, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay with the next bar- exploding barbed wire death match that was to be a cinematic. a cinematic match. Fine, fair enough. Fair enough. That was an entertaining match. Uh, it it th- was an entertaining match. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now imagine if that match was an exploding barbed wire death match. Holy shit. With actual explosions. Yeah, again, but I don't know what you're talking about. Again, you know that, what I mean? Right. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Wink and a nudge. Move on, <laughs> Move brother. On. That explosion with the foot. And then the the spot of the night has it has to be his foot. No, the exploding uh, to the explosion is the spot of the night. I give that one a to the fact that I've never y- the amount of thumbtack I- I've the seen. The explosion has gone more viral. Okay, that's that's all well and good. I-, I just for me personally, my my humble opinion, I have never in my entire life watching wrestling for forty some odd years seen someone's foot go into a bed of thumbtacks and come out and you see every spot on his foot get filled with thumbtack. I've never seen that in my entire life. I've seen thumbtacks in the back. No, no. I've, you've seen it in the back. You've seen it in the chest. In the arm. In the arm. Not only did he have it in his foot, but then he they shoved it in his mouth. <laughs> and then, yeah, but that's all well and good. It's still the, it's still the optic. Fugues. That's still the optic. It's still the optic. But the 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 actual spot with the thumbtacks in his foot, I've never, nor will you ever see anything that insane again, as far as thumbtacks go. 
Unless they're in his face. <laughs> At what point do we do we just ramp it up in three years? Because wrestling is just so like we've seen that before. We've been there, done that. We're gonna have thumbtacks to the eyeball. I mean, we have hell. We had uh, you know, Dominic lose. I'm uh, not Dominic. Uh, Ray lose an eyeball, but miraculously he got his back. Yeah, dude. Stem cells work wonders. Yeah, I mean, just amazing. Back an eyeball. Science. Yeah, science, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that uh that that thumbtack spot was was nuts. Mm. I still stand by that the other one was the quote-unquote spot of the night. Okay. Exploding, explosion to the face. Yeah. Wait, hey, nobody saw I that. Liked, I would have liked Moxley to sell it a little more. I didn't think he, he knew it was there. I think he just uh, he got kicked in the face and then exploded, and then he just fell to the ground. What are you going to do? Like He just he had to know it was there. Dude, that was uh, – everybody got caught on surprise. I, I mean, I'm sure he knew, but God. <laughs> it's like, is this the spot? Yep. Boom. <laughs> just right in the face and exploded. He laid down more for the finish. Of the match that we will no longer talk about ever again. <laughs> we talk about it so many times. You know uh, what I mean? No, he no. laid down more for that. We'll talk about it. North South me, Don. Still one of the best lines in AEW history. <laughs> North South me. Uh, uh, speaking of Don, uh, Mr. Callis, if you're nasty, was uh, commentating. And, of course, that had to lead to his involvement. And it did uh, when we got to the finish of this match with uh, Kenny Omega. And... Uh, who knew that uh, the, the storytelling, long-term storytelling pays off? And it paid off in, in spades with Takeshita being the guy that turns. And you saw that this guy was hesitant to be talking to Callus, And then all of a sudden, he brings him in. And now he's part of the Callus family, whatever that means, and uh, going forward. And so now, you have the two most hated people in all of AEW in, in a matter of two minutes. With that, with that whole spot. So does this mean that Don Callis is going to... I'm not saying he's going to revive it, but have his take on the Heenan family? Oh. Does he get a giant? Does he get, like... He gets everybody. <laughs> a bunch of different people together that make absolutely no sense, right. but, but yeah. because they're aligned with... Callis. With Callis, it, it'll it'll do wonders. It'll just be the most overheal faction. I think I think it should be. It would. And you want to know who would be the last person which would make it the most heal out of all? Hmm. Kenny Omega. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. No. Uh, I think if uh, maybe him join uh, BCC and be the mouthpiece, like the main mouthpiece. I know Brian, they all can talk in the mic. I think they, they all can talk. I think, but that's, I think they can't talk though. Right. Which is fine. And that's why you have Don Callis. But if you have Don Callis associated with Blackpool combat and Blackpool combat is already heal enough and they're over in their, their heal them. You put Don Callis with them. Holy shit. You have, I don't you think have, they need to. Sometimes you don't need to do something, but you have to do something. And in this situation, I don't think they have to, to make them over, you would have to put, you can, Put the to make who over? Blackpool Combat to make them even more they're over. fucking way over. I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying if you put Don Callis with them, holy shit. It's like a super, it's like a better. mega group. Why would you not, why would, why are we, we have so many factions as it is. Why do we need another fucking faction in this, a, in AEW? It, it's, a rival with other factions. There's, Listen to me. There's too many, there's too many. Uh, just, just condense. Put them Listen together. To me. Go ahead. Yes. You want a heel move? I have the next addition to the Callis family. Wheeler Yuta. No. <laughs> Why? Because he's not only is he getting over in, in BCC, he's the one that pinned twice. He would be the mo he would be more over with Callis than he would be with the BCC. 
Hence why you put Don Callis with the BCC. He's already there. He's already made in BCC. But the other three guys don't need it. The other three guys can be their own trio. You already have a foursome here. That would be great. But if you put Takeshita with them, especially you're leading, it's a forbidden door. That's the whole point. <laughs> you just you got to combine these groups. To, and then if, if Omega's in Japan, air quotes, to recruit, air quotes. Well, no, nobody said anything. He's just not in Canada. <laughs> Which then they led to assume that he's in Japan recruiting. Yeah. Those are those the, their words. Then So, Bushi, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, kind of nobody Bushi. else could be. I know. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Blackpool Combat Club <laughs> win this match after Callis uh, turns on Omega again and, and attacks him with Takeshita doing the main turn and uh, the crowd going absolutely insane. Batshit insane. Uh, double or nothing? One to ten, what do you give it? It's a thinker. Been around the world. And I. Um, it's a thinker. I give it a. 8.1. I just said it. 8.1. 8.1. You just round it. No, no, no. That's rookie shit, okay? We go specifics out here. I give it an 8, too. I'm going okay. I'm going point one less than you. I'm giving it All right. Um, Fucking it, pussy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think. All right, point two, asshole. I think if. Uh, all right. I give it a 9.9. Uh, go ahead. Say it. All right. Give it an 11. Uh, <laughs> I think spinal tap. <laughs> but why would you put it to 10? Because there's an 11. Uh, I think if, if Adam Cole and Jericho was a better overall match, it would have bumped it up. I think if. Um, the battle royal was entertaining. It was it was good. It wasn't great. Um, I'm trying to think of if anything else was Tony Storm and Jamie Hader. Technically, that match was okay. It wasn't like a the, the banger of a match. Um, yeah, but we knew that it was she was going in hurt. So right, you kind of had to know what to expect, which is unfair to them. But at the same time, again, it wasn't wasn't really that great of a match. And the Jay Cargill Taya was okay. I think Taya Valkyrie is is a great wrestler, but. She's not over yet in AW, so the, the crowd was kind of like blah until Chris Statlander came in and then just you know cranked everybody up to you know to eleven. Good um, callback. Uh, yeah. Chris Statlander had a fucking great uh, entrance because she hit her pose at the exact time that the uh, that the screen changed. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the fade. And then I saw her post about it again, like on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I don't even know I fucking did that." Yeah, it was just timing. <laughs> Timing's impeccable. Uh, so double apparently nothing. she knows sign language. I'm sorry, American sign language. Very good sign. Good on her. Uh, she signed Mama's Home, which if I'd known at the time would have been way better. But I get it. There you go. Uh, so she's back. And uh, that's speaking of career arcs, like you being hurt twice in a row with ACLs. That's got to be like and the second time you got to be like, come on, man. <laughs> like, geez. Were they both ACLs? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, it's just that's uh, just like same one. The, I don't know the same one, but it was both ACLs. That's just like I don't know which one is worse. Double whammy. Is it worse to have the same one injured twice or <laughs> different ones? Or different injured? <laughs> I would hope it would be if he had to do it twice, just even it out and just do both. <laughs> just kind of yeah. kill two birds. Um, uh, double or nothing. Uh, as far as attendance, <laughs> we just talk about this. Um, so apparently the the buy-ins weren't that uh, that high, mainly because they were also showing it in theaters. 
Um, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so so they they they're they'll have the final numbers hopefully by next week. But as far as the initial buy-ins, they weren't as high as they they thought they would be. But they did assume that because of the the theater traffic, um, that they wouldn't be as high as, as they they wanted it to be. Um, if you notice, also watching Double or Nothing, there were a couple empty seats. Yeah, we talked about that already in the beginning. Uh, did we? We didn't talk about that. Talked about yeah. before, before we recorded. the empty row. Yeah, we talked about before we recorded. <laughs> as far as the empty row, no way. Yes, <laughs> it was way oh, back when. My bad. <laughs> yeah, bring bring it back, buddy. Uh, yeah, we had the we had the empty row of seats that were there throughout the night, and then you know people sporadically coming in from the uh, the the battle royal, um, and then throughout the night there it wasn't sold out. You just saw like there were empty seats throughout the entire night, and Pat McAfee kind of went in um, with uh, the amount. What did he say here? The show did pretty decent. Uh, the theater business was up significantly, significantly from Revolution. Shoot, that's not what he said. I'm sorry. Um, Pat, Pat, Pat McAfee took a shot. There's the shot. Uh, having empty seats. Please hold. I had it. Anytime you get a shot away from hard cam, you can really see a lot of things. AEW found out that this weekend at one of their events. It's like three quarters of the arena was completely empty. It's like, oh, they don't want that photo out there. I mean, you could also tell when they do the 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 cut shot from the left when they show the right side of the arena that you know it's uh, it's it's there's nothing going on there um, as far as seats go. The Pat McAfee thing is just he. How do I want to put this? The photo that he saw was from the buy-in, mm-hmm. which is what he commented on. Right. Okay, that's like saying that's like going to the first inning of a Yankee game and going, God, this place is fucking empty. Because mm-hmm. it's the first inning. Okay, only real baseball fans are there for the first inning, for the first pitch. That's right. Right? Everybody else shows up, you know, third inning, they go, Oh, what's the score? Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> right. And then they don't and watch you have the, the other side of fans who show up in the first inning and leave at the seventh. <laughs> those are <laughs> I assholes. Want to be the traffic. Yeah. Those are assholes. Yeah, I said it. Ah, uh, listen, I've been guilty of that in the past. But, I know. You know it's been blowouts. Because you're an asshole. It's been blowouts, and then they come back and win when you're not there. Uh, let's see here. Oh, by the way, um, congratulations to Alexa Bliss. She is preggers with uh, a Cabrera baby. I'll say that five times fast. Uh, Honestly, I'm very happy for her pregnancy because it also means that she won't have to go into any type of fiend storyline within the next year, calendar year. <laughs> They completely just nixed that entire thing. What, what a waste of time. I'm so sad with that story. The whole the whole Brave yeah. thing is absolutely depressing. The whole White Rabbit thing went down the drain. Down the drain. Down the drain. What a waste of time. Um, uh, 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 Mustafa Ali, um, now in NXT, along with Baron Corbin. So there's that. Um, I don't know what good that's going to do anybody. We've, see, we've seen how well that's, that's proven for Apollo Crews. Uh, AEW Fight Forever. He got drafted. He got your congratulations. And he lost his first match. Um, <laughs> AEW Fight Forever has been taking forever. It's finally coming out, and the graphics are terrible. Moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are pretty bad. Your boy, Eddie Kingston, they did not do any favors he for him. He looks terrible. He looks like, uh, uh, what, is, what is it, Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo and that, that, that statue head. Oh, the bust the of bust, him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's terrible. God. Arguably one of the most handsome men on the earth. With the worst... <laughs> With the worst looking sculpture of himself uh, in the world. In the world. The world. Uh, and then uh, before we get to Night of Champions, just to quickly recap that. Um, 
uh, the Return of Ring of uh, Dark Side of the Ring was two nights ago. I missed it. And they talked about Chris Candido and uh, Tammy Stitch. And good God, I I I don't think there's ever been. It's not because it's called Dark Side of the Ring. It just lends itself to the the, the damn name name of the show. But what a sad story. This 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 I guy. I saw some of her pictures recently. Not bad from back then. Not, but she was smoke uh, incredibly hot incredibly hot uh oh yeah i'm saying back then not back now then. no not definitely not now. but the um this the story of a, of a kid who at 13 would go to you know sneak off to to wrestling shows with his you know with his, his best friend and then he came up in the business wanted to get recruited by uh smoky mountain uh, wrestling um uh and then he went on to wwf and had a horrible gimmick with the body donnas but then you know uh sunny outshone outshined him um in every way he just became more popular than he was he became a mid carter and then just would job to everybody uh they would not like backstage she was uh basically a, a cancer backstage apparently and then sable came around i'm just giving a quick recap of everything that i learned um sable came around and kind of took away that spotlight and then she just started you know going in with drugs and and uh went into other other independent scenes and the, falling by the wayside there Paul Heyman being such an asshole um, in ECW that he exploited her as far as the whole alcohol storyline and making that a thing in wrestling um, to her own detriment. Um, and then he uh, he went into uh, uh, he went into a relapse with drugs. Uh, brother, his brother basically said, uh, you know, let's let's cut the crap and get back into wrestling. He did. He came back focused better than ever. Went into uh, TNA, wrestled there for for a bit. Broke Before him at the Young Bucks, I believe, right? Broke his shin. They didn't mention the Young Bucks. No, 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 no I mention. Might be getting this, no mention I the Young might Bucks. Be getting this mixed up. Broke his shin, um, and I, I didn't know this is how he died. So he he broke his shin, and he then flew to the TNA taping with the the tag team that he was with, and that caused the the fight caused a blood clot from his leg went up to his liver and into his brain, and that's how he died. And that is arguably one of my worst nightmares. It really is. Absolutely. Is. That's like my fear. So lesson learned. Don't go flying after surgery. And we all know the story with Tammy now is that he she just had a uh, a collision with a 70 year old guy killed him in a DUI accident. And now she's facing 20 years in prison. So just absolutely heartbreaking all, all around <laughs> with everything and how she had like this you know rocket up her ass as far as you know getting pushed. And she just completely threw it all away. Anywho, dark side. That was absolutely insane. Um ba 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 da ba Night of Champions. That's what we're talking about. Um we start off with the undercard title. <laughs> if you if you have to have the first match be part of your three main events and it's for a title, it's definitely the undercard. And you had your your main guy is in the main event for a tag team? <sighs> You've already you've already sealed the fate, and I I remember reading a couple of days ago as far as when they had the old WCW heavyweight title, and when they bought the company out, and they brought that the all gold belt in because it wasn't McMahon's baby, it wasn't McMahon's product. That's why it was always a secondary belt uh, to his belt. Which fair enough. I mean, if that's that's the way you want to do it, it's it's not your company belt. This is feels. I never viewed it like that, but I could have just been too young for it. No, it was definitely way second to to their own belt. And this feels the same exact way, especially since you had it, like as I just said, you had it the first damn match of the night. All well and good. That's fine. The Rollins-AJ Styles match was was great. 
Um, we have a new champion. Let, let, let me take you off a little side tangent real quick. Please. What if you had Cody Rhodes win? Okay. Let's say this Royal Rumble coming up is for the w, the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. The same way that Triple H won it back in 2016 or whatever and Ric Flair in 92. If you have this match for the title, have Cody Rhodes win it. Okay? You have a whole storyline building up where you have Cody Rhodes just won the Royal Rumble and also the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. But because he won the Royal Rumble, he still goes after Roman Reigns and his championship, saying, I never finished the story, and I don't even want the Universal Championship. I just want the WWE Championship. Mm. And three people with belts? 40, huh? You have three people with belts now? No. Cody <laughs> Rhodes is the World Heavyweight Champion. Right, and Roman Reigns has two belts. Yes. Right. So Cody Rhodes versus... Uh, Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 40 in Philly. Mm -hmm. Winner walks out with two belts. So he would have three belts. No. No. It's only for the WWE Champion. Regardless of what happens, Roman will still be the Universal Champion and Cody will still be the World Heavyweight Champion. But this one specific match at WrestleMania 40 will be for the WWE Championship only. Which is why it's still two belts. So we're back to what we have now. You just you're just transferring two belts from one person to another. <laughs> this, yeah, it's the same exact thing. <laughs> Why? Yeah, we... but you can keep the fucking what you call it. You can keep the t- the streak on Roman. That's my point. <laughs> I want to keep that streak intact. You want to? You just want to go another seven years so we can get to Bruno and just be absolutely insane, ludicrous. Uh, seven speed. years? Come on, dude. Okay, dude, dude. Four and a half at this point. Oh God, that's right. Oh my God. <laughs> Jeez. Listen, Bon Jovi said it the best. Uh, living on a prayer. No, we're halfway there. Close, but we're halfway there. What a dinner alone. Uh, <laughs> you, you can blow a bad name. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, shot through the heart. Yeah, we got shot through the heart. <laughs> you are to blame. Um, let's see here. So, Who says you can't go home? <laughs> the ones we, uh, we have a new uh, champion in Seth freaking Rollins. So congrats to him. Um, and he's a fighting champion. Also, congrats to his pants for not staying together during Raw. I thought that was very funny that uh, AJ Styles <laughs> with the callbacks. You got to get new pants. Split those suckers right in two. What do you, what do you expect to happen with the tight leather pants? Anyway. I wish on. you did the SpongeBob thing. Which is what? Uh, you know, SpongeBob. Oops, I ripped my pants. <laughs> Oops, I ripped my pants. Imagine. That's it. <laughs> that was his new gimmick. Uh, oh, his gimmick. Got it. So he's a, yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah. He's a champion who rips his pants. It's, it's part of his new gimmick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's not a champion who rips his pants. But you know, sometimes those pants will rip. Oops. Uh, yeah. Oops. You know who enjoyed that? Becky Lynch. Uh, you know who I en- whose uh, outfit I enjoyed, as I mentioned earlier? Becky Lynch's. Uh, Lynch versus Stratus. Oof. The entire thing is oof. Um, but we have a new. We have a new. Heel. There you go. Brought up into the ranks. I the that, record was on skip for a second. No, that was me. Uh, Zoe Stark is now. Part of this uh, whole thing. Wait, see, and this is how you bring somebody else up. You don't put them in a freaking battle royal that makes absolutely no sense. You don't have a match against Dolph Ziggler on Raw, which is, means absolutely nothing. 
take JD McDonough, put him in Judgment Day. You take Zoe Stark, you put him with a heel, heel Trish, and this is going to work. And now you have mm-hmm. babyface Becky, who's just fire on Mike, and Trish, who's just absolutely great. Um, match was good. It wasn't outstanding, but you know, for what it was, for the purpose that it, it, it provided with, you know, getting Zoe Stark into this disposition. Also, shout out to Zoe Stark for being the first woman, I believe, not to have to wear the whole full burka look. Um, but she was covered, but she had the the, the jean jacket with the, the shirt up to her collar, to her neck. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and pants. And pants, and she had the jeans, and she looked normal. <laughs> so we've come a long way, is I guess my, my point. We've come a long oh, way. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, they still, like, if they went out into, for lack of a better term, if they went out in public mm-hmm. where they weren't performing, I think they would have to wear traditional garb. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Because I believe I saw Natty in it mm-hmm. for a little bit. There might have been a couple other people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all the dudes just wear, like, they'll go in a suit or something, and it'll be okay. And all the women have to wear these clothes. <laughs> Just wear clothes. <laughs> I feel it's like not clothes. It's cloth. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like I feel like Saudi clothes. Arabia just doesn't understand the the. This is going to sound as creepy as hell. The <laughs> Saudi Arabia doesn't understand tits. They they don't get the tits. <laughs> the appreciation of a woman's body is what I was going to say. But yeah, tits. You know what? There you go. <laughs> we keep it classy. Uh Mustafali and Gunther. What a segue. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Keep it classy. Mustafali and Gunther. Yeah. The ring is classy, right? That's their gimmick. That's their gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all kinds of class in the show. Uh, we, we knew what was going to happen. Gunther destroyed him, but you know Ali had his moments, and uh, we still have a champion that retained. Gunther's um, cho- Gunther chopped Ali all the way back to NXT. <laughs> You got chopped so hard, you got demoted. Um, Bianca, <laughs> Bianca Belair uh, taking on Asuka. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I love heel Asuka. And the use of mist not being sprayed in the eye, even though that, w- that was the attempt, but being sprayed into your hand to be somewhat rubbed <laughs> into her eye. Finger which, her eye. Finger- <laughs> Give me that hole. Um, she uh, kind of kind of sprayed it in her face. Really didn't, but uh, that's that was the uh, the excuse. And now we have. Have a new you chip. ever seen that before? Um, because they kept on saying that the Great Muda did it. I've never seen Great Muda do it. I've I've seen but this match. I, I remember Great Muda using this. Oh, sure, absolutely. I've never seen him put it on his hand, but I, not and then that I've finger seen someone's eye. Right. <laughs> I've never. It's not like I've seen all his matches, but from the ones I've seen, it I can definitively tell you that he did not finger somebody's eyeball. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then uh, so we have a new champion. Uh, so uh, again, kudos to uh, the former champion Bianca Belair on her reign. Finally, but finally we have a new champion, and maybe finally we can work out this whole switch of the belts thing. Because I think that's what they were waiting to do. Okay, I think they wanted to get uh, Bianca to have that Raw Women's record hmm. before switching over the titles. Gotcha. Fair enough. Um. So that How do we have three streak uh, storylines going at the same time? Gunther, Bianca, and Roman. Gunther, Bianca, and well, I mean, Bianca's is done, but Gunther, Bianca, and Roman. Yeah, at the same time. At the same exact Unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. Um, so on Natalia's birthday, she gets squashed. Happy birthday. 
uh, Rhea Ripley just absolutely destroying destroying her in like five seconds. Uh, what do you want for your birthday, Natty? I just want a really quick match. Okay. Yeah, I want a quick match. I want to get paid. Okay. We can do that. Uh, Lesnar against Cody Rhodes and his uh, titanium steel plated super arm of adamantium death as Cole just was so oppressing that point. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the the Kimura lock looks like it hurts. <laughs> That's all I can say. Because, good lord, if he, if and I, I I do appreciate if you're gonna have somebody that over. He's not going to tap. He's going to pass out. That's what that's yeah. what, that's what men do. They pass out. Stone cold. By the way, this match in particular yes. would have been a great classic Cody Rhodes match if he had bled. If he had bled. Uh, this is the one time where I'm, I left that match going, man, if Cody just had like even the remnants of a crimson mask, mm. it would have made the visual so much better. But then you wouldn't be able to show it in color on Raw. So that would have stunk. Maybe you can't. No, you, I think you can now. This whole no, thing. you got to show it in black and white. No, is this what, what, with the Endeavor? I thought this there was a whole new thing. With the no, that's they've been doing it for the past uh, with um, Finn and, Balor. Yeah, oh. when he split open his head, that that recap was uh, in black and white. Bobby Lashley at the last one, he got busted open. That one was also in black. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar, mm. when he got busted open in the first Cody match, that one wasn't black and white too. Got it. All right. Uh, let's see here. I mean, at least they can bleed at this point. At I least, guess. At least we're, we're being open to blood because AEW just does it every damn week. Uh, and then your your other main event, your third actual main event, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. This one obviously, literally, and figuratively hits home because you know having Sami Zayn come out in his his uh, his special attire, um, and then speaking in Arabic in the ring, attire. in his and speaking Arabic in the ring, well, that was that was a very special moment. And if you know, you know. Um, but that wasn't. There's just something off though about seeing Sami Zayn. Like I, I know, I have known that he is Syrian, right? Yes, I've known that. But I want to point this out. I may have gotten mixed up back in the day of which part he was actually from. All right. Mm-hmm. My bad. But Sami Zayn being Syrian, he doesn't give off Syrian. No, he gives, he gives off, off ginger from Canada. To Montreal ginger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. French Canadian ginger. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So him, hearing him speak in Arabic was like, oh, that's so he knows three languages. What? A, what? A, I, I can barely get through one. That's amazing. Yeah. And English, I don't think English or uh, Arabic were his first languages. Right, right. <laughs> so he had that French. That's hilarious. Very impressive. Um, so, but that's not the the main crux of this whole story. The whole story in the storyline of the bloodline is that we have the Usos come up and try to help out Solo and uh, Roman. Roman getting destroyed outside, Solo in the ring, and Solo you know, beating up on everybody outside, getting to the ring, super kick, Sammy, go for a second super kick, and smack Solo right in the face with those kicks. To the to the look of <laughs> the, the perfect camera angle of Roman on his knees outside, witnessing all this, and be like, what the fuck? To come inside, pie face Jimmy, 
who has already had it at this point. Pie face uh, Jay turn around and get super kicked by Jimmy. And this, for me, I popped as hard, again, for me, I popped as hard now as I did when Sammy hit Roman with the chair. It just had like the moment, the, the feeling of, oh shit, it's now. It's happening now. This is it. This is what we waited for. This was the, the culmination of what was being built up for weeks and weeks and weeks, especially with Jimmy. And now it's here and it just happened. Oh my God. I popped more for Sammy. No, I, you know what? Yeah. I was I, left in more disbelief for this one. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Because I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. Mm. So, yeah. By the way, I believe we wagered something on that match, didn't we? We did. <laughs> so when's the oh, next fuck. dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Collision. <laughs> Collision. <laughs> Maybe I can find a way to get out of this uh, this event I'm doing. <laughs> Just go there and uh, collect my ten bucks. That's two in a row. Good on your kid, right here. Ten bucks for a seventeen dollar white claw. Listen, that only cost me seven bucks now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is two in a row. Oh, you are horrible man. at wrestling betting. I got to tell you. I did make the over oh, two. I did make the uh, the statement that it had to be clean in the ring, though. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was genuinely hoping it was going to be a disqualification. I mean, it it could have easily led because it was had that whole damn time. <laughs> but conveniently, the referee came in after the fact. Uh, yeah. So Jimmy. Super kicks Roman. He goes to his knees. Jay is pleading with him. I, I like. I love the dynamic. God, the bloodline. <sighs> one of top three. It's got to be top three best storylines ever, ever. And this is not recency bias. One of the top ten, top three storylines ever, just because of the way it's played out for the last year and a half, and leading up to this point here, which is why I'm I'm equating it to Sami Zayn. Is because year and a half. That's it. It's been. When was the first Jimmy uh, Jey Uso versus Roman match? During, uh, that was still in COVID. That was still yeah, in the Thunderdome. That was the Thunderdome, yeah. That was 21. So we're in yeah, 22. Yeah, two years ago. 22, and then now we're in the middle of 23, so a year and a half. Really? Maybe two years. That was, yeah, two. <laughs> two. Yeah, it's got to be two years. I'm thinking of the end of, of 21 into, into 22. But yeah, no. I don't think it was the end. Okay, all right. You looked that up, but yeah. So when was the day one pay per view? Was that twenty two or twenty one? Where Roman beat uh, uh Braun beat and Brock and beat Brock. No, no, it was, I thought it was Roman and no and- Roman. Roman was supposed to face Brock, but Roman got COVID, so uh, uh, Brock had to face Bobby Lashley, and that's where Brock won the WWE Championship. For I the, think for then the Wrestle that WrestleMania. Uh, 22. That WrestleMania was when they combined the titles. January, so it was 22. January, January 22. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then WrestleMania 38. Roman took Now that is a year and a half. That half is, ago. That is a year and a half ago. Yes. <laughs> That's actually exactly a year a, and a half yeah. ago. Welcome to June. What's, what's today's date? June 1st? <laughs> <laughs> Timing is everything, buddy. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, he, he kicks, super kicks him in the face. Jay is is pleading with him, and I, I, that's what my point was, was going to be, was that uh, the bloodline being top three storylines of all time, and the uh, the back and forth of Jimmy and Jay as far as who's the the mental one. I, I like that they they've kind of bounced back and forth because it was Jay with Sammy, and now it's Jimmy with Roman, 
and him super kicking him, Jay pleading with him, what are you doing, what are you doing? And Jimmy's saying, this is this is it, I've had it. And super kicking him again while on his knees was just absolutely amazing. And then you know, them leaving the ring, Sammy, you know, uh, Roman getting out of the ring, Sammy doing the huluva kick on Solo, Solo getting the pin because, you know, he had to get the pin. Um, it wasn't going to be Roman. And so we're here and they retain just absolutely amazing storytelling. And so, so tomorrow night, SmackDown is going to be some shit. Um, because after you know Roman celebrates his thousand days as champion, Usos are gonna tear shit up apparently. So looking very forward to it. And this is the the gift that keeps on giving with the storyline. It's it, it, they might not be a thing anymore, but it just continues on. And you'll have the Solo versus Usos situation. You'll have Roman versus Usos. At some point, Solo will will turn on Roman, and you have Roman versus Solo. It, it this is just a gift that keeps on giving with the storyline. You're forgetting the fact that you can also plug in more members of the Fatu family. Uh, Tamina? Jacob Fatu. Oh. oh. Lance Anawai, the younger brother of the Usos and Solo. They just keep coming. Like, they're like gremlins. They just multiply. No, just... Rikishi keeps coming, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, wild weekend of wrestling. Absolutely insane and superb. Good stuff. Um, I do like the double weekends like this. It, 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 it's rare when it happens, but when it does, uh, it's, it's so good. It is rare, and I think we might get one later on in the year. Do we have a Labor Day pay-per-view for the WWE? I don't know. Is that normally payback or something? Oh, no. When is SummerSlam? Is it later or early this year? Uh, let's see here. So we have... SummerSlam is like Easter. We don't know when exactly, yeah, exactly. it's going to so be. <laughs> Uh, so Elimination Chamber, Roadblock, Hall of Fame, Stand Deliver, Mania, NXT, Backlash, Night of Champions, Money in the Bank in London, in it. In July, right? Uh, that is in July, July 1st. Uh, NXT okay. with the Great American Bash, SummerSlam in Detroit in August. August what? 5th. Ah, all right, we're not getting one. Um, Unless it's going to be early. NXT with, early September. NXT with a ton of pay-per-views. In Your House, there's Heat Wave, there's Halloween Havoc. Uh, Crown Jewel back in Saudi uh, to be determined with that. Survivor Series War Games. Um, Can we just get William Regal to say it finally, oh, God, please? bring him back. <laughs> Where the hell is he? They're waiting for his contract to expire? What's up? What's happening? Um, and the WrestleMania, WrestleMania 50. I, I appreciate the logo on this because it's it's the WrestleMania with the Liberty Bell and the XL on the bell. Um. That's, oh yeah, forty is XL. Uh, Fifty, forty. I mean forty. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, forty is XL. That's right. I forgot about that. I said forty. Um, <laughs> that is that. Anything else before we head on out? I think that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Tell your friends to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. This has been a blast. Hopefully we get another uh, double weekend like this. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, until we meet again. Bye. The Sons of Slam podcast. 